episode 48 of the 580 show and this is a special one a little different one our normal routine um we are joined by the new owners of strongman corporation rob kearney and rod hardesty um man i i i'm just kind of shocked that they're here with us right now uh this quickly I, when the news came out, I was just so excited and, and thrilled. So thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, I, I, I really appreciate it. I second that. Thanks, guys. I don't know why you're shocked. I mean, this podcast is because Joe Rogan, right? I was good. <laughs> took my punchline. <laughs> <laughs> One day. One day. <laughs> I was literally going to open up with this is probably the biggest podcast Rob's been on. So. <laughs> 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 But uh, it's the biggest one I've been on, most likely. So hey, there we go. It is. There's your saving grace. But yeah, um, I don't know how much you guys know about us or this podcast or anything, but um, we're just a couple amateur level strongmen from uh, outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I opened a gym called 580 Barbell uh, that caters to strongman, powerlifters, stuff like that. Um, and uh, the community for strongmen has just kept growing and growing and growing in our area. Um, you know, we're trying to get more and more involved in the sport, do as much as we can. So when the news came out, like I said, I was just so excited. I heard you guys on another podcast or another announcement, just talking about your goals and everything. I was just so fired up. So, man, we'll jump right into it. Um, I guess I guess my question, my first question would be for for both Rob and Rod. What what are you guys most excited for as in your new position? You know, for me, um, you know, obviously I, I compete at the highest level of the sport and that's been, you know, what I, I thought that was an unattainable dream a long time ago. Right. I mentioned to you guys, like I came up through strongman corporation as an athlete start, did my first show when I was 17, um, competed as a 200 pounder actually for a couple of years, then jumped up to the two thirty ones, had some success there. And then up now to the heavies and, you know, a big part of, you know, especially this past year with the, the tricep tear and then the cancer is, uh, you know, my husband would talk to me and be like, you know, like your competitive career is only so long. So what are you going to do after? And I knew I had to do something in the sport because this has been my life for 12 years now. And I didn't want to just leave it behind. And, you know, coming into this position, I think the most, the thing I'm excited about most is um, being able to continue the legacy that Dion started with Strongman Corporation because uh, she built it into the great company that it is today. But for me, it's, it's really that excitement to have seen the company grow from 2009 when I began to now and to see where we can push it in the future with everything Rod and I are going to be doing. Well, I how think about you? Sorry. Oh, you're good. What about yeah, you? Say, on on my side. Go ahead, Rob. Oh, what, what I was going to say on my side, what I'm looking at that is uh, – I want strongman to be what it used to be. It used to be something where people applauded these guys. They, they treated them as they were the greatest thing out there. And for somewhere along the line, strongman lost its way. Uh, you, you look at the original strongman, Bruce, when Bruce Wilhelm won and you got Ken Patera come up and he yanks the mic out of his hand, he's pushing him, and you have these great moments. You have, you know, Franco Colombo laying on a stretcher uh, with his leg looking like the letter L going, it's not broken. I'd be at gym tomorrow. You know, great moments that you don't have. And his leg's clearly broken. You know, you, know, you, you see these 
and it's gone. Yeah, and and you can look up until it's it was right around it was right around the end of the Marius uh, time period when Strongman went from being a lot of showmanship, a lot of hype, a lot of you know fun to this guy can pick this up. And I wanted to go back to that. I want to go. I wanted to go back to that, but on a level that the world has never seen. So we are planning events that are there. There, when you see them, I promise you, you're going to go, "Holy crap!" <laughs> you know. Uh, so that's for me. That's what I want. I want it to go back to what it used to be, and monetize the damn thing in the mean in the in the process. Sure. Sure. Rolly, did you have something before I? Came yeah, I was going to say um, when I watched the, the podcast last Sunday, um, I think the thing that I took away the most was Rob's foresight of saying, you know, I can't compete forever, but how do I still make this a part of me? And I think that like that was awesome. That really resonated with me. Um, and I was like, man, that's that's a really cool move on your part, because right now, like you said, you're a high level competitor, but you can't do it every day for the rest of your life. So how, how do I continue with this? And I really, like, I really appreciated that. So. Thanks, man. Mm -hmm. I just want to say too, like if people that are normal people just from our town and stuff that are listening, like I didn't realize how big Rob was until we told a couple people at the gym tonight that we're having, like we're having Rob on no offense, Rod. I'm sure, I'm sure you're picking up followers, but like Frawley texted his wife, (laughs) Hey, we're having Rob Kearney on. And she's like, Holy, holy, or whatever. Like, she what? It's like, yeah, we're having Rob <laughs> on the she podcast. Just, she just does CrossFit. Like, she's not involved in Strongman or anything, and she knows who you are just from Instagram. And like, yeah. really, just an av- just a normal guy that just wanted to start getting into Strongman, who's probably been doing it for two weeks at our gym night, was like, oh my god, I follow that guy on Instagram. Like, how did you get him? Like, kind of a backhanded compliment, but like, I just like. It's crazy. I've, I've followed Rob forever just being in strongman, you know, like, but it's crazy. I didn't realize just how, like, how, how famous you are for like just being a strongman because we don't get that right. much recognition. So that's freaking awesome. So, no, what, what, what most people don't realize is Rob's a huge jerk, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. So is Josh. Don't worry. <laughs> But no, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something about this guy. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something about this guy. He is one of the most genuine people you ever meet in your life. And I am lucky to be a business partner with him and a friend of his. Great kid. Well, yeah, no, I think you hate him. kind of strong, too. So I, I'd say a little <laughs> bit. But, you know, like, what I'm, <laughs> Just what I'm so excited for is that you can tell that you guys give a shit like that's what i really care about and like yeah rob like you know one of the strongest guys on earth but like you guys you guys genuinely care and i think just seeing like a couple guys step up and i i think it's going to be insane um you know i think what that really comes down to is like what it all boils down to for rod and i is yeah you know while i'm a competitor and you know, Rod's been, you know, involved in strength sports for so many years. Like it boils down to us being fans of the sport, right? Like I love competing. I love, you know, throwing down some heavy shit, but at the end of the day, I love watching this sport. I love being on that other side and you know, that kind of resonated me as I started doing some more commentating for some shows, you know, being on the other side of the table was just as fun for me as it was being out on that floor. So 
I think that's one of the reasons why like our passion is so strong is because we do care. We are excited about the sport and we see the potential that it can have. So being in this position now where, you know, we own the largest and longest withstanding strongman organization in the world, um, you know, our vision is what's going to really take us to, to new levels here. 100%. And I think like, I think Rod hit something really good and it's something that I'm trying to achieve um, at the, at the local and amateur level, like as a uh, future meet director um, is like that visual and really cool thing for the spectators that strongman can be, you know, no, I'm not th- throwing shade at other strength sports, but strongman I think is the most aesthetically pleasing for, for spectators. Like you can watch people lift. Like I did a strongman corp show once with Paul Mauser down in West Virginia and our overhead press was a motorcycle. Like people came to watch that because oh, they're like, wow. these guys are going to be pressing a motorcycle. Like, that's cool. Like they see us lifting these big stones and like for our show, I like that's coming up in June. Like I just want to make, everyone from the top down, whether they win a trophy that day or not, like I want to make it an awesome experience for them and make them feel like they're Rob Kearney for a day, you know, like get, I want to have athlete badges. We have a really cool venue. We have a restaurant that's setting up a 100% customized menu for us for that day. Like the 580 barbell sub, like the axle clean and press, you know, hoagie, whatever, like every event will have a sandwich. There'll be like drinks named after the event and stuff like that too. So like, just doing that stuff, like it's called battle at the bridge and there's the bridges in the background, right on the river that you can see from where the athletes are competing, like just stuff like that from the top down. I think strongman is such a cool sport that we're able to do that. Like people and people will come and watch. And, you know, I, I think, I think there should be bigger sponsors and bigger shows. Absolutely. And Josh, I'll tell you something, man, uh, talking to you the other day and I told Rob this, you're one of the few people that I've talked to uh, since starting this endeavor that thinks outside the box is actually thinking about how do I go beyond everyone thinks about how do I market to other strongmen? That's it. They're, they pigeonhole themselves into this one community. You are actually thinking about how do I get people here? How do I, you're, you're, you have all of this ideas for the vendor. That's why for me, it's an obvious choice that we throw everything behind that we can to help you out every step of the way um i'm okay when does the contest again give me uh, the dates one more time june 4th june 4th uh, i would very much so as long as nothing comes up that that uh takes precedence in the company itself i would very much so like to come out there uh make a presence be out there and maybe even get like a seminar or something to go on because if we could do something where we can get we, if we don't, if Rob and I don't support this at every level, this will not go to where we need it to go. Um, so to give you an example, we have uh, Florida's Strongest Man. We just moved it from a parking lot to inside the Orlando Convention Center. And we have a, the day before the event, we actually have a roundtable discussion with Martins Lisi's, Rob Kearney, uh, Gavin the Bull, Bobby Thompson, Corey Butler, Andrea Thompson. I'm forgetting someone, Rob. Who is it? Who am I forgetting? Was it Gabe or Bobby? Did you say Bobby? No, Gabe's having a Did I say Bobby Thompson? Okay, maybe I didn't forget anyone. But we're having this at, at the event, so that way to bring exposure 
because the MP, uh, the NPC Nationals, I believe it is, happened that weekend. So we're we're trying to bring yep. exposure, trying to help out in any way we can. From Rob and I's standpoint, here's how we look at this: we look at your show. You have a great vision. Your game plan you have laid out is fantastic. So if we can bring a couple of pros in and boost your sales and and make it so that way you maybe pull up you know coin in your pocket, and then next year have an even bigger, better show. That's what our goal is. Uh, as far as for the promotion stuff, uh, Josh, like I told you, I'm working on a manual right now that'll help you. I will make this offer personally. Um, if you don't get where you need to be with your promotional dollars, I will help myself to make certain that we get you where you need to be. Well, that's awesome. awesome. I appreciate you guys. Talk about, so we talk about the amateur show. One thing um, that I want to ask is what do you guys envision nationals looking like? I'm a competitor, right? What do you guys, uh, I'm an 80 kilo guy. I'm a lightweight. So, um, what, what do you guys envision that weekend looking like? And the path to get there. Yeah. So, um, you know, well, Josh, you know, I started my career as an 80 kilo guy as well. And a lot of people don't realize that. Um, (laughs) so this has been something that's been on my mind for a few years now in terms of, you know, how do we get nationals to be the most elite amateurs in the country? And, you know, while I think there is, you know, some benefit in having huge classes and hundreds of athletes, uh, what I want to see is I want to see the best of the best compete, you know, and really find out who the strongest amateurs are in this country. I think the way it is right now, as you know, like one mistake on an event, you're pretty much out of contention uh, because of how many athletes are in the class. And the way I see it going, and this is kind of our vision and goal for 2023 for that season, is we're only going to have about 10 athletes per week at nationals. So a pretty big drop. Um, We are going to potentially change up the weight classes a little bit. Um, You know, there's a lot right now. (laughs) And my ideal, I would like to see a hundred athletes or less at nationals. So you're going to get the best of the best in each weight class. Now, in order to get there, you're not just going to be able to win one show and qualify. So what we're looking at doing is kind of like a, a, it's a CrossFit style qualification system to get to nationals where you have to win a local contest that will qualify for your state championship. States go on to sectionals, sectionals to regionals, regionals to nationals. So it is a multi-step process in order to get to nationals. But again, we're doing this to get the best of the best athletes there. We are doing this to, you know, increase the level of competition at the highest level of the sport to prove to everybody that once you win nationals, you are worthy of being a professional strongman or woman at that point. And um, another thing is it's, it's actually going to be easier for us to monetize and offer prize money at nationals moving forward once this is in place. So, you know, with less athletes, there's better, you know, potential TV opportunities in terms of getting the athletes more exposure. Um, You know, we have talked to a couple of pretty major, um, what is it, uh, pay-per-view companies to offer that in the sport. And, um, you know, like I said, it really really wanted to come down to us finding the, the strongest amateurs in the country and making sure that those athletes are worthy of being professional strongmen and women. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, that that's awesome. That's so awesome. I think the CrossFit model, people, people love to chirp CrossFit for whatever reason. Um, whether you're a fan of it or not, um, I've said on this podcast a bunch of times, they're the reason a lot of strength sports have money right now. They really are when they brought in some bigger name sponsors. But I think if you look at their actual uh, infrastructure of how to get to the CrossFit games and everything, it's insane. Like we, so my cousin owns the CrossFit gym in our town. I own the strongman gym. He owns a CrossFit gym and he's a very good CrossFitter. And he would, he's not even close to making the CrossFit games. No offense to him because it's that elite, you know, Yeah. like that's, that's how it should be. Like I heard you say, like, it should be the elite of the elite. And I think that's true. Like if you say nationals, like, I think that should mean something. Like, I really do. I'm not, I would never want to put someone down or like, try to say like, oh, you don't, cause everyone will have the opportunity to get there and everyone's gonna have the opportunity to do local shows. But I think when you talk about nationals and and you start throwing on words like that, it should mean something to, to be there. I agree. And to be honest, like that we're, we're, we're trying to do this at every level, right? So we're talking a lot about the amateurs. We're also doing this at the pro level as well. And the fact that we want the title America's strongest man and woman to mean something again. Right. right? It should, so, it should, you know, as of right now, it is, it's kind of a watered down contest. You know, you don't get Martins or Brian or Jerry or Nick or, or myself and some of the higher level pros here in the country to fight for that title. And that's what it used to be. You know, you used to see these great battles between Poundstone and Ortmeier in like the 08, 09 era. Um, we don't see that at that at America's Strongest Man anymore. And that's something we want to bring back. So on the pro side of things for America's Strongest Man and America's Strongest Woman, we're actually starting a qualification system for that this year. So typically in the pro system, if you're a pro strong man or woman, you can just see when America's strongest man and woman is going to be sign up for it and go. Well, again, that's not the case this year. So this is actually the first time we're talking about this publicly, but starting in 2022, we're going to be hosting three ASM and ASW qualifying shows. There's going to be one in Massachusetts or Connecticut, one in Texas and one in Washington. The now, state. Washington state. Yes. Um, in order for athletes to qualify for America's strongest man or woman, another big change is you don't have to be a pro to do these shows. So these are going to be pro-am shows. So if you're an amateur at the highest level and you think you got a shot to go against some pros, show up, throw down. Um, there's going to be prize money at each qualifier where the podium qualifies for America's strongest man and woman. The qualifying prize money I'm, I'm comfortable talking about. So Total prize money at each qualifier is going to be $35,000. So third place will get 2,500, second place, 5,000, first place, 10,000. That's awesome. Those that, that's that's equal prize money for men and women at all three shows. That means there's also three opportunities to qualify for America's strongest man and America's strongest woman, which is going to be happening in September in Orlando. This prize money, I'm not going to talk about that specifically, but I will say um, that was that was America's strongest man. You said America's strongest man and America's strongest woman are going to be in September in Orlando. The prize money for America's strongest man and woman, um, we we have lofty goals to have it be, you know, arguably well, it's certainly the biggest prize purse America's strongest man and woman has ever seen um, by a significant amount. Enough so where we're confident every single American pro is going to be trying to qualify for this show. Awesome. Um, and America's Strongest Man, and again, America's Strongest Woman, 
men and women competing side by side, identical prize purse for both. Great. So we have some awesome, awesome things planned for the pro side and the amateur side as well. To really elevate this sport, we want to get more people involved in this sport because obviously all five of us on this conversation know how amazing it actually is, how exciting it is. Uh, you know, the just like the passion, the camaraderie, the community, everything about this sport is so great. And we want other people to experience that as well. Um, I know I'm rambling a little bit, but what I want, I want to segue this into Rod talking about a high school program that we're actually rolling out nationwide. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to ask about that. Can I, can I ask a question real quick before we go to the high school stuff? Yeah, yeah. So I would be, I would, be, away. I would be ashamed of myself if I didn't ask as an 80 kilo guy. So we're the only class without a, without a pro class. Is there anything uh, us lightweight guys can look forward to as far as pros or are we just the, you know, the shrimps at the bottom that don't matter? It's okay. So there, you can say it if we are. I'm there's, there's a lot to think about when talking about, I agree. you know, how everything works. Now I will say the U S is a little bit strange because no other country offers pro status to anybody, but the open class. Sure. I didn't know that. So outside of the USA, a 105 pro or lightweight women pro or any of those pro classes, to be frank, they mean shit. 100%. Because it's only something here in the US. Right. Yeah, um, no, I, I'm just curious because it's like, it's confusing because it's like, how do you really do it? You know, like there's no pro class set in stone. Like what would you, if I qualify as an 80 kilo pro, right? What would I, what would be my next step? That's exactly kind of confusing. I mean, your biggest show right now is an 80 kilos OSG, right? Right. That's your world championships. Um, and this is a conversation we had with uh, one of our new reps down in Australia, actually. Um, he asked about like the 80 kilo class because the 80 kilo class in other countries is massive in the UK, Australia, all these other countries, you know, all these places, they put emphasis on the 80, 90 and 105 men. Um, so there's definitely, there's definitely thought going into it, but in terms of a pro class, I don't really know if that's going to happen. Yeah, that's fine. I'm, I'm just curious. Like I see how the class is growing here. Like we had 32 guys, just 80 kilo at nationals this year. Yeah. Um, like we're growing for sure. And like, there's so many impressive guys in this class. Like you have Andrew Haynes, Tommy Lavelle. I mean, there, it could Nick Gagnon's won nationals a bunch of times in a row. Um, the list just goes on and on. So like, I just see these guys that I get to compete against and they're so impressive. So I didn't want to leave my boys hanging and, and not ask about the lightweights. Is it a, is it a possibility? Is it a possibility to be at America's strongest man is like the am an amateur as 80 kilos though. Is that something that we like, we could have to look forward to, or is it pretty much um, OSG or bus for us? Um, to be honest, we haven't really explored it. Right. Like from what we're seeing and, you know, to, and just to be totally honest in terms of a monetary standpoint, the money's with the big guys and the bigger classes. Right. Um, so, you know, there's, there's just a lot of things to think about, like in terms of business about what's, I think for us, it's how do we market that class in a way that separates you from, from CrossFit, right? Because CrossFitters are about the same size as most 80 kilo guys. So what do we, how do we make it so you guys are just as impressive as what they're doing? And, you know, so there's marketing strategies that have to go into it, but I don't think it's out of the question. Absolutely. Yeah. If you guys need my help with anything for America. I'm, I'm open to any, 
I am open to anything that you or anyone brings in. If you say, hey, I have an idea, even if it's one of those, you know, oh my God, this might not work. I don't care. Bring it, bring it on. Uh, awesome. Rob will tell you one of the things that uh, almost every idea that we have pulled off has been a, oh my God, what if idea? So um, is it out of the question that we can pull it off and make it happen? I don't think so. I think that, that as long as there's a big enough following behind it and we can figure out how to monetize it, we'll move forward. Yeah. Well, it's something I would love to help out with in the future. So if there's anything I can do, like it's obviously like I'm passionate about strongman and then I have an extra soft spot for, you know, you, you, favor, <laughs> you like your own class. Like yeah. you talk to the guys. So sure. if it's something I can help out with, I, I seriously, I'll do whatever I can. So um, let's talk, let's talk about the high school stuff. Cause let me just let me just lay it out there. We have so many. So we're we have like three high schools, like where our gym is located. And like we have high school kids come down. We we have probably 15 high school kids. No joke that have already showed interest in signing up for our show in June. 15. Wow. Like we have kids. So that's have, insane. Yeah. Well, like when it's not football season, we've got like 10 to 12 kids that are interested in strongman running around our gym, lifting sandbags, trying to do wheelbarrow with us. There are really good football players. Uh, they're on the way to state championship right now, but they'll be back soon. And uh, we got some wrestlers from another high school and like, as they started to do it, they started to like, they were like, who's this Brian Shaw guy? Or have you seen this door guy? Or have you seen Rob Kurt? Like these guys are like, so they actually start to follow it and know it's a sport too. And it's insane. The level of participation that there is there. So I wanted to ask, and like I said, we see it. So I know you guys aren't full of shit. Like we, and see it's based it. on exposure too. Yeah. Yep. They see yep. a big dude like in our gym that log presses, you know, 300 plus pounds for reps, like for Ollie, And they're like, Oh, you know, after I'm done playing football, you know, I can still lift and compete and stuff. So exactly. um, I just want to like, I want Rod to talk about it and like, what, what does that entail? So as of right now, we have Texas, we have Minnesota, we have Florida and we have Indiana, six schools respectively in each state. Um, and, and, and that is in less than a week. We've gotten four. Well, Florida was eight months ago. The other ones just came on board. Um, we're trying to roll it out. We're, here's what, here's what we're doing. We're looking for people that have powerlifting programs in the schools already. The difference is <laughs> I'm a powerlifter. I powerlifted for years. Uh, it is so boring to watch. I mean, Watching paint dry is more fun than watching a powerlifting contest. You're not a lifter. When you, and, and, it's, and when you see, you know, there's moments where you're like, oh, that's awesome. But they're, they're fleeting. It's completely different, though, when you see a guy picking up a stone or hoisting up a log or, you know, running with a, a Hoosfeld stone or, you know, an iron cross or whatever the case. It's There's something about it where you want to cheer it on. You want to be a part of it. You want to be in the action. And so with these kids, and that's the whole thing, and you, you, you see it, when these kids are sitting there and they're just losing their collective minds over what's going on, they're cheering each other on, they're having a great time, it's fun. And then on top of that, it's functional strength. It, it, you know, power, and I'm not putting powerlifting down. That's my background. I love it. I will always love it. 
but outside of powerlifting, the bench press is the most useless daggone exercise ever. So and true. that's what everyone stresses on in football. Um, <laughs> you know, I, 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 the very first day I met Rob, I said, you show me a guy that can close grip incline 405 for four or five reps, a guy that can front squat five plates, and a guy that can deadlift 750, and I'll show you guys that can rip your arms off and beat you to death. You know, <laughs> that's the difference. It's functional <laughs> strength, you know. Yeah. And, and and when you talk to these football coaches and they they see it and that's the key if we can get in i would love for you guys to get us in up there you get me the comp point of contact i'll take it from there i'll make it happen we we, we can get if you we can we change can get it from, i mean that's fantastic well. if you can get us in there and we can the more states that we can bring on board now, my goal is my my goal, Rob's goal is that within three years we have at least fifty percent of the schools that have powerlifting programs on board with the strongman program. If we can do that, and you know this as well as I do, all right, you guys do strongman. I told Rob this the very first strongman contest I went to it was on a whim. I had just. Uh, set the state record for the deadlift and they were like, Hey, next week there's Norman contest. Shoot, show up. I'm all right, fine. I go there. I go to pick up a stone. I curled the damn thing. This guy comes over. He's like, dude, you're going to rip everything off from your fingertips to your shoulder. What are you doing? <laughs> walk me through how to do a stone. The very first event was a farmer's walk. I'd never done it outside of doing dumbbells and crap like that that you do in the gym. I picked up the farmer's walk. So I was a pretty good deadlifter. I, I, I had very strong hands, even though they're very, very tiny. <laughs> I have strong hands. And when I crossed that line, it was ethereal. Like I transcended my body. I felt like I, I, I can't describe the feeling. It was like having sex. That's how good it was, you know? <laughs> and 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 then then you get to duplicate it. And I did not, so I did two strongman shows. To say that I was competitive is, uh, it, I was not. <laughs> I could overhead press and I could hold on to things. Outside of that, I was not good at anything else. Um, but I fell in love with it. That moment. And I I, I, know, I think I was 19 or 20, something like that. And I sold my, I started buying historical strongman books. I bought Louis Sears manual. I bought the Apollon manual. Um at one at one point, I had probably about four thousand books. They, I lost them in a flood, but I had anything that was available. I devoured it, and so I look at that and I go, "This is how we change the sport. We get kids, 12, 13, 14 years old. Hey, mom, we need to load up the log. We need to load up the circus dumbbell. We need to load up the chains, you know, sure. and go to Starman Saturday. Mm -hmm. That's how we change our world." and make it a universal sport. If the moment, I, I probably am double the age of everyone in here. So I'm going to go back to the mid eighties when I was a little kid, uh, world strongest man would come on and, you know, and, and you're sitting there and you're watching it. And as a kid, I'm going, that's what I wanted to be. I just want to do that. And I, I know every world strongest man that ever happened inside and out, front and backward. So much so I tried to break into the one in Bradenton, Florida during COVID. <laughs> that, you know, that's that's where my, my family sits and watch Strongman all day. I can't tell you a single football player's name. Um, I can't tell you anyone in the NBA. I can't tell you anyone in baseball. 
But ask me anything about any strongman who's ever walked the planet. I could probably tell you, you know, their birthday. You know? <laughs> so, um, that's, that's what I want this to be. I want Rob Kearney to be Michael Jordan. He should be. He's, he's one of the, think about this logically. The man you're talking to right now is one of the, what, 20, 30 strongest humans to ever walk on this planet. Literally. And outside of our world and a little bit of, uh, you know, CrossFit and a little bit of crossover, nobody knows who the hell he is. That's a right. shame. Right. That's a shame. And so we need to change it from the ground up with the kids. We get the kids involved. We get the parents involved. We get the fanfare involved. One of the things that, uh, you know, I was talking about the, the toys on Tommy's thing. So that's why we're, we're doing so, we are spread so far out. I, I was making a joke with Rob. I said, hey, uh, we're going to start this gym here. And, and I was like, it's only like the 18th business. We've started in less than three weeks. So why not? Yeah. <laughs> but we, we, we have to do that. And we have to be accessible to guys. We have to be working with guys like you because you're, you're, you're the boots on the ground. You're the future of this sport. Josh, how old are you? 27. How old are you, Jason? I'm 30. 30. Yeah. Okay. I, I could literally be both of you guys' dads. I'm not old. So you know, when you look at this and I'm going, okay, how do I look at it? You're the future. You're the future of this sport. If we can get you to build it and we can get the passion and we can get the the, the fanfare behind it, which it used to have and can have, then that's how we change it. That's what we do. So the, the high school thing, get me in there. I, I Please get me in there. I'll make it happen. We'll figure um, it out. On on out on a personal note, Josh J Josh is Jason going to be working with you? Uh, yeah. We talk. On I'm going to announce something. So <laughs> Josh is going to be our state chair on Western uh, Pennsylvania. Wow. Yep. Rob. Let's go. Yep. I didn't even tell Rob that. So <laughs> you barely there told me. But no, I. I <laughs> That would be, you know, that would be such an honor for me and, and something, you know, I, I that it's just, it's a big deal for me, you know? So I know like the, with high school athletes, like we had an in-house show uh, during COVID, you know, just last minute, like a couple months, maybe a six week heads up. Hey, we're going to run a strongman show unsanctioned, come out. You know, we thought we'd have like 12, 13, just our buddies, you know, that we do strongman Saturday with. We had to cap it because we had 50 people and we had seven high schoolers sign up and they battled it out. All, all buddies, they signed. It was so fun to watch them. And like I told Rod, we could sell out a show every single month. That's how much of a present there is in Western PA. Wow. Very strong man. I agree. We, I love that. So like our, our gym is a strong man gym. Like, yeah, we right. have power lifters. We have general gym goers. Sure. You're, um, but you know, we do a free strongman Saturday, every Saturday, it's open to the public. It's open. If you want to come from Washington, the state, if you want to come from down the street, if you're not a member of our gym, that's fine. Come Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock, our doors open for you and we will teach you strongman. You can do it with us. There's no charge at all. You know, we've had, we've had Saturday, uh, strongman Saturdays with God, 40, 50 plus people. There, yeah. Wow. 40 multiple times for sure. There's there has been days where it's been insane. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I love all that. That's and, huge. And I I own the gym and and I'm just 
I'm an absolute like I, I always have to buy the newest strongman stuff. Like if there's like there's a wheelbarrow at nationals this year. I just bought the I bought the wheelbarrow that they're using. Like I bought a Hercules hold, like a custom 580 Hercules hold for our show in June. Like I want to make sure our athletes have every single thing for, you know, for strongman and and man, I, I'm excited. I think uh, the presence out here in Western PA, people don't realize how big of an outreach we have because we're five minutes from Ohio. We're about 20 minutes from West Virginia and we're 10 minutes from the Pittsburgh airport. We have a big region here and it's just dying for more strongman shows and strongman stuff. So make it happen. For sure. Um, One of our, one of our high school kids, you know, his dad is the uh, principal of our local high school. So I think getting a strongman uh, team in there isn't going to make it work. Yeah. (laughs) So um, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I can't say it enough. I'm so thrilled that you guys are going to be leading this charge. And however, you know, I, I, I'm glad to call you guys hopefully friends now. You know, I, I appreciate you guys taking the time to come on here. Absolutely. And and, and absolutely, Jason uh, Frawley will be helping me along the way. We talk on the phone like, you know, he's my wife. We talk every single day, multiple times. We're, <laughs> you know, same with Dante, who was on here. We're always texting ideas like we – we're just trying to put out more content for strongman. Uh, like we're doing uh, currently a YouTube series. We just started on our YouTube. Uh, it's just 580 barbell. We did, we're doing a thing called meatheads try and we just go try different things. Like we did, we took a boxing fitness class last night and got our asses kicked and, and yeah. put it on YouTube. That was brutal. <laughs> uh, just trying and like, we did a vlog of our last competition. We had 10 people from our, uh, from our gym to a Ohio strongest just uh, uh, two weeks ago. So we have a lot of people that actively compete as well. So just trying to co- put out as much strongman content as we can, because it's cool That's and true. it's not covered that much on YouTube. So, and with the That's podcast as well. So however, however we can help. Um, I do want to ask, so, so for, let me just ask one more question for uh, 2022. It's pretty much going to be the same uh, format as before, right? We're playing ball, kind of having a little transition period, right? Yeah, yeah. So Dion announced some changes that are happening in 2022 at Nationals. Um, So those are all going to be staying the same for 2022. And then we are going to announce the changes for 2023, probably mid-summer, to give everybody plenty of time to plan and strategize and see what they want to do. Again, like we're not 100% solid on what the changes are going to be. I know there's going to, there will be some consolidation of weight classes. Um, you know, because I think offering 12 is too many. So. Um, so we're going to be doing some of that. And again, we're going to be rolling out those changes of the qualification system to get to nationals. That's all at the amateur level. You know, another cool thing that Rod and I are doing is we're, pr- we're putting together manuals for, for all of you local promoters and for the state chairs, um, pretty much how-to guides, right? So Rod's, Rod's putting together the, um, you know, how to fundraise and how to strategize to make an, to optimize your competition and to be able to, as a promoter, pay yourself a little bit for the work that you're doing. And then on my end, I'm putting together a how-to guide, like a, a Strongman Corporation contest guide of how we want our shows run, what the expectation is at our competitions. Because, you know, I believe it that I believe that we are, we are the, the premier amateur organization here in the U S we have some great opportunities. 
um, you know, to, to work your way through the amateur into the pro system. And another thing I didn't talk about for the pros is actually we are in a deal, uh, a partnership with World's Ultimate Strongman. So now America's Strongest Man and America's Strongest Woman qualify to compete on the wuss circuit after winning, right? So now we're even giving more opportunity to the pros at this point and sure. also really trying to expand on this amateur division. So, you know, making these changes, we want to give plenty of notice for people to, to kind of wrap their head around it, ask as many questions as possible and uh, start planning for the following year. So, like I said, those changes for 2023, we're going to expect to roll out about mid summer of 2022. Awesome. Can I just say, Rob, what you just said was I saw Frawley literally pop out of his chair when you said, we're going to like, kind of, you didn't, I'm just paraphrasing, but standardizing your guys' organization at the local level so Frawley came from powerlifting Thank you. his whole life. He came from powerlifting. And if you listen back on old episodes, him and I hollered, you know, till our faces turned blue about standardization and strongman. He's like, I don't get it. You know, you go to this strongman show and you don't have to stand up the kegs. And then this one, you do have to stay. And this promoter has these and the, the he, he it didn't he couldn't comprehend it. It grinded my gears. I'm like, some of these things should be simple. A, a sandbag when you, before you pick a sandbag up, is it standing or is it on its side? Well, it depends. A, a keg, does it stand up or can you just drop it? Well, it depends. I don't like the pens. Give me an answer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this. So is all easy. those things, yeah, all those things are going to be laid out in the how in the in the Strawman Corporation contest guide, and literally, it's everything from how to score an event to how to choose weights for an event. Um, to things, you know, like frequently asked questions about how do events run? You know, can you double dip on a Viking press? No, no, uh, you know, stuff like that is all going to be in there. So we have a guide for every promoter, no matter what level you're at, you have a base of how to run one of our shows successfully. Yeah. That's awesome. I can't tell you how many times for all, you know, the sentence I'm going to say, someone's asked me in the gym, Hey, how's it going to be at this show? I say, Oh, you have to ask the director. Cause that's different director. at every single show. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like, that is a brilliant idea that you guys have. Do you know, um, do you guys know where 2022 nationals is going to be? Not yet. We currently have a couple of venues we're looking at. Um, uh, you know, one, uh, one option is back in Virginia. Um, and actually in December, myself, Rod and Dion are going to be checking out a venue actually in Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, wow. Uh, um, Dang. Looking at that in December. So there's, there's a couple of options that are on the table. Our hope we will be announcing that we'll probably be announcing the location, um, in the first quarter of 2022. Well, if you guys go to Erie, you got to come down to 580 barbell or we'll come. I don't to care you. if I got to get you. I'll get you guys a hotel room down here or whatever. You stay at my damn house. I got an extra bedroom. <laughs> We're if it's literally at the Bayfront in Erie. The Bayfront Convention Center is awesome. If that's what you're looking at, so that's pretty cool. How that far? Means- how far is Erie from us? Josh, don't, don't don't offer for me to stay in your house. I don't sleep. I drink like a fish, and I never stop eating. So oh, it's all good. I'm, I'm a bad house. That's guest. <laughs> basically what my fiance deals with every damn day. I never stop eating. <laughs> Uh, yeah seriously you guys you guys should seriously if you're in erie come down c580 barbell like it would be an honor just to have you know like rob come down and just absolutely our strong men and women to to meet you i'm sure it would be awesome it's on well under two hours from us so i mean it's not a not bad no it's an hour i just googled it it's like an hour 40 from us so i mean we're pretty damn close to erie we have a couple we have a couple guys that were prepping for nationals up there that were coming down to use the equipment we had for nationals. So nice. Um, yeah, I, I mean, for all, do you have any other, do you have any other major items you want to touch on? 
Not, not particularly. I mean, I think we covered everything that I had. Um, the biggest thing that I was interested in, like we talked about is how does it look for the athlete? Like what process do we go through now? Right. The, the local show to the state show sections, regionals, nationals, nationals is going to be premier um, based on what you're saying. And that's, that's incredible because like Josh has been doing strongman for a few years now. I've always followed strongman like uh, the pro circuit, but I never really did it until this year um, in the spring. And so like the national show was great, but there's just so many things that could be that are this big. They could make such a difference. And I, I feel like you're going in that direction. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. You know, in my mind, competition breeds growth, right? So I think there's a, there's a really, there's the kind of mentality where it's like, Oh, you know, I'll win this one show in February and not compete again until nationals. And uh, you know, only train these five events for 12 months you know, there may be another organization that announces their nationals events a year ahead. Um, I don't think that makes a good strongman athlete. I think that makes a really good strongman athlete at five events. Sure. And, you know, one of the reasons why I was so successful in the beginning of my career and what got me to this point is, you know, when I started, I was competing 13 to 14 times a year. You know, there I would compete multiple times a month and I never trained for those shows. I just showed up, did the events on the day and it got me better at every single event. And that's what I want our athletes who show up to nationals is you've had to go through the ringer to get there. But you're going to be a well-rounded athlete that can be consistent and kick ass across the board. And that's who we want as our national champions. 100%. That is that is freaking awesome. That's that is awesome. seriously awesome. Is there... Is there anything um, you guys are obviously in a new position um, and a major one? Is there anything you guys want to um, that you, we didn't already touch on? Is there anything you guys need to get out there? Um, anything, you know, anything that we didn't already touch on that you want competitors and, and people involved in the sport to hear? Um, I think the only other thing that we're really pushing right now is, is membership incentives. And why do you why join Strongman Corporation? Uh, so we will be very upfront and say in 2023, there's going to be a price increase for the membership. However, in 2022, we're going to be rolling out a lot of incentives to, to make you want to be a strongman court member. Those things include a, an, uh, an, a training app that is going to be run by some of the highest level strongmen in the world. Um, we're going to be rolling out some some health benefits um, in terms of actual health insurance for Strongman Corporation members, um, accidental injury insurance if you should get injured. Uh, we're looking at a national coupon service that Rod's currently testing out. So all of these things are only going to be accessible should you become a Strongman Corporation member, right? So we want to give some benefit back to the athlete instead of just getting a Strongman Corp membership to say, well, now you can compete under umbrella. Well, yeah, but we're also going to be taking care of you now too. Um, in a bunch of different ways. So that's going to be a change. Um, like I said, we're going to have a membership increase in 2023. We haven't quite set, uh, we haven't set the price down totally yet. We're looking at everything we're bringing on and what that value is really going to be to the competitor. But other than that, you know, I think the biggest thing that Rod and I want to make perfectly clear right now is both of us are completely accessible any time of day, whether you're a promoter, a state rep, or an athlete that has some questions, please feel free to get in touch with us. Um, both of our email addresses are linked to our Instagram account. So if you check out Rod, you know, Rod Father of Strongman on Instagram, um, his email address is in his bio. If you go to my Instagram, um, if you click the email button, it'll come directly to my rkerney at strongmancorporation.com 
or email Rod, um, our hardesty astronomyincorporation.com. You know, we we're our emails are starting to rack up between uh, state reps and people reaching out for corporate partnerships and all this <laughs> stuff. But um, but again, you know, we've we've been doing a really good job of trying to get back to everybody as quickly as possible. And we want to make sure that everybody knows there's always open lines of communication to talk to us about events, complaints, whatever you need, we're here for you. Yeah. And I I can uh I can say that what Rob just said is 100% true because when the announcement came out, I reached out to Rod and now look at them. They're both sitting here with us. Here so. we are. Joe Rogan last week and the 580 show this week, man. That's something That's something I want to point out too is like, man, Rod, Rob, you have had a crazy two weeks, like last two weeks. You go to the Rogan Invitational. The next week you're on Joe Rogan's podcast and now you supremely made it on the 580 show. So there's nowhere to go, but down from here. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I, I hate to do that to you, but yeah, you know, you've reached the pinnacle of the sport, but, uh, but seriously, I mean, you've had, well, you've had crazy. Well, so what you're saying is I, I got the opportunity to start at the top. Yeah. Right. Here you are. 100%. <laughs> Um, oh, and, uh, I, I don't want to take up any more of your guys time. I, I just, I can't, can't say how thankful I am to have you guys now in this position and, and to take the time with us, you know, um, and, and, and just thank you guys, man. I, I'm really looking forward, you know, to calling you guys friends and, and continuing this relationship and doing whatever 580 barbell can, you know, for strong man. You know, we're trying to build. Josh, make sure, make sure that Jason has my contact info so you guys can reach out to me at any time, okay? Sure, yeah, we, we will. We'll take advantage of that. We're going to take you up on it. So, you know, we're trying to grow 580, like our little logo to a brand that we can sponsor big strongman shows. You know, we've got a lot of stuff, a lot of vision. Sometimes I, I probably bite off. I get a million ideas at once and I try to do them all, but we have so much stuff we're growing the brand with, with our YouTube, our podcast, and, and some really big stuff that we can't announce yet, but uh, we've got coming in the next, people are going to bust my balls. Cause I've been teasing this. Riley will make fun of you for that one. We've been, uh, we've been <laughs> announcing, but hopefully within the next month we can announce it and just stuff like to continue to grow our brand so we can put money back into the sport of strongman. So, you know, that's kind of what we're trying to do and that's our goal. So, um, you know, Thank you guys again. Uh, there's obviously always a seat for you guys. We film once a week. We release our episode Sunday at <laughs> seven. So if you guys ever want to come on, won't ever announce anything, you guys are <laughs> friends of the program. Come on anytime. Um, I, I'm thankful for you guys. You know, as always, um, you know, make sure you guys are following following both these guys on Instagram and anywhere else. Um, if you have any questions or just you make sure you guys are following all their content, you know, their YouTube channels, Instagram, everything like that. Um, follow our YouTube, uh, like it 580 barbell and our Instagram 580 barbell and our Facebook, um, and 580 barbell.com anything for basically everything. Um, but, but thank you guys so much for taking the time. It really means so much. So thank you, you guys. Thank you thank guys you so much. Appreciate it.